Sepsis, or the infection causing sepsis, starts before a patient goes to the hospital in nearly 87% of cases. Sepsis is a medical emergency. If you or your loved one has an infection that's not getting better or is getting worse, act fast. Get medical care immediately. Ask your healthcare professional, could this infection be leading to sepsis? And if you should go to the emergency room, learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. Work is broken, and so is the way you think about it. Host Lori Rudiman is picking up the pieces so you can take control of your career, put yourself first, and be your own HR. With the Let's Fix Work podcast, here's Lori. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Fix Work. I'm Lori Rudiman. Earlier this year, I was invited to speak at an executive symposium for mid-sized businesses focused on the future of work in 2030. If you're a normal person, you're like, what? What'd you just say? So let me say it again using English. I was invited to speak to a bunch of corporate executives who are in a room who feel like they're important and they work for medium-sized companies. So, you know, companies between like 10 and $100 million worth of revenue every year. And I was invited to talk about the future of work in 2030 because 2020 is within spitting distance. So anybody who's making predictions about 2020 is late to the game, clearly. Now, a caveat about this event, everybody in the room really is important, actually. I mean, these are people who feel like they can fix work. They're also people who believe in human resources, but were polled before the event by the event organizer and asked, what do you think about HR? And HR didn't get a great grade. So I was there as the special guest expected to bring some new ideas on how to fix work and really rethink and reimagine the world of human resources. I love these opportunities because it gives me a chance to try out new material. So on a lark, I decided to talk about something I've been thinking about for a long time. What if the CEO ran human resources? Okay, let me clarify what I mean. I don't mean that HR reports to the CEO. I don't mean that HR is a strategic partner to the CEO. I don't even mean that the CEO rebrands himself as like a chief people officer, much in the way that they've rebranded themselves, quite honestly, in Silicon Valley as like the chief excitement officer, the chief experience officer, or even the chief cultural officer. None of that means anything. Those are just titles. What I said was real clear. You got an HR department? Give it to the CEO. Let him run it. Now, before I go any further, I wonder what you think about this idea. What would happen in your company if your CEO woke up tomorrow and suddenly decided to run human resources? If you work in HR, you're probably like, oh, snap, I hope this never happens. Because clearly, I mean, that's just a big disruption. And there's a huge learning curve for most CEOs. And if you're a CEO, you're probably like, don't you know what I do for a living? Like, I'm busy. I don't got time to run an HR department. Your reaction listening to this podcast was like the audience. They were mad. They heckled me. They thought it was a stupid idea, which tells me I'm onto something good. When I shared this idea of the CEO running human resources, like really being accountable for HR experiences and deliveries and programs and protocols and all that kind of good stuff that goes with running an HR department, man, people hated it. And I got all kinds of metaphors from the audience like, CEOs are umpires, they're orchestra conductors, they're coaches, they're leaders, they're advisors, their chief job is sales, blah, 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 blah. Everything except people. Someone even said, 
that it didn't seem like had a good grasp on the job of a CEO because really in his company, HR is already a strategic partner. Like, why would I disrupt that? Why would I give that to the CEO? And I'm like, that's super great that your HR department is amazing and you're a strategic partner with the CEO because you're an anomaly. Why aren't you on the cover of Fast Company? Because you are truly a department of one. You are a shining example on a hill. Why don't we know about you? For the rest of us who either work in human resources or work with human resources departments, we know there needs to be a reimagination of the world of HR. And why not give it to the CEO? Hear me out. First, the idea that your corporate system can run without the daily care of the single most important person who can actually create an optimal work environment is idiotic at best and negligent at worst. Who can do better for the employees than the CEO? Second, when your CEO runs human resources, it breaks down this notion that there are people and then there are profits. The system is fundamentally reconfigured and hopefully it's reconfigured to give employees an advantage to do their best work. And finally, CEOs are actively involved in investor relations, sales calls, and all kinds of executive communication strategies to improve revenue and profitability. If you take that same care and attention and apply it to your people, you're going to have dramatically different results. The biggest objection in the room came from CEOs themselves who were like flummoxed and offended that I would even suggest to them that they would run human resources. They said things like, I don't have any expertise in HR. Why wouldn't I hire the best and equip them and empower them to do great work? And I'm like, that's the dang problem right there. You know, CEOs grow up in sales, marketing, research, law, stats, finance. And now when they become CEOs, those departments thrive because the leader, the CEO is fluent in those areas and works in a symbiotic relationship with those leaders. There's like a deep trust between department heads because the CEO has a working knowledge of the function and can speak the language of his team. When it comes to HR, most CEOs can't do that. They're almost allergic to working with people. If it's not beneath them, they're just uncomfortable. They just, they just have a deep discomfort that is unacceptable in the 21st century. In the way that your CEO is comfortable standing in front of a group of investors or a group of advisors and talking about the organization and really understanding what's happening from a business perspective, he should be just as comfortable doing that in the world of people. But you never get there when the CEO structure is patriarchal and people are seen as the antithesis to profit and people are also viewed as antagonistic and problems to be solved and costs to be contained. I know CEOs care about their people. At least I'm told that. You know, and I meet with them, I hang out with them, I go to these symposiums, and I genuinely believe that they want their people to have a good experience at work. But as a leader, you cannot guarantee people are having a good experience at work unless you have a direct line of sight and accountability into that function, which is why I'm in love and enamored with the idea that CEOs should run the human resources department. You know, there are business goals and people goals that overlap. Why not marry the two together and make this an organizational priority in a new and creative way by having the CEO run HR? If your company wants lower turnover, lower recruiting costs, better employee experience scores, reduced healthcare expenses, higher well-being participation rates, more revenue per employee, more innovative employee-led initiatives, if they want 
any of that, why not ask the person who is the most creative, who is the most powerful to run this initiative? Who's more responsible for fixing work and making work more enjoyable and more meaningful than founders and CEOs? Give the CEO the HR department, make him own it. I know there are time constraints. You don't have to tell me twice. I ran a startup. Even in a little teeny startup, I recognize time constraints. But I think time constraints are like a pressure that are going to force change throughout the entire enterprise. You give that CEO HR and in a year, your entire organization is going to be running differently. It will be transformed. Now, there was no one brave enough within that symposium to say, I'm up for this challenge. I'm going to get McKinsey in. I'm going to get Josh Burson in. I'm going to get a bunch of smart people in to really rethink not only how we deliver HR, but who delivers it. The company that does that, the very first CEO who says, I am now the chief people officer, that guy's going to get a Nobel Prize. And a quick word on why I keep using the pronoun he for CEOs, because out of the Fortune 1000, only 54 of the CEOs are women. I think if you give those CEOs the responsibility of doing HR, that might change. Let's Fix Work was recorded in Raleigh, North Carolina and produced by Danny Osmond and his team at Emerald City Productions. Like what you hear? Have any feedback? Think human resources is fine the way it is? Hit me up at hello at letsfixwork.com. Finally, we've got a great tip sheet for you with all of these ideas that I just shared. And you can find it at laurierudeman.com forward slash letsfixwork dash 82. Thanks again for listening today. I really hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Let's Fix Work. If you're ready to make a real change in your workplace, start today by number one, subscribing to Let's Fix Work on the Apple Podcasts app or iTunes or Stitcher or Android or wherever you listen. Number two, write a five-star rating and review. And number three, share it with a friend, colleague, or coworker who you think would enjoy our episodes.